We're going to be in the book of Malachi here this morning, just briefly. And uh, it's uh, in the Old Testament. If you find the book of Matthew in the New Testament and you just go back a few pages, you'll find the book of Malachi. And uh, we're going to look at Malachi chapter number four. And this is a rather interesting prophecy concerning Jesus Christ. And it's something that you wouldn't necessarily hear on a Christmas uh, morning message. But I think it's appropriate uh, nonetheless uh, because what it has to deal with. And if I could just give you kind of the brief backstory here about what was going on. Uh, if you can remember, the Assyrian army had come in and they besieged the nation of Israel. And they destroyed the city. They took captives away into Babylon. And Israel was just left desolate. A hundred years later, King Cyrus of Babylon starts to allow some of the Jews to return back to their homeland. And so now they're going there. They're being led by Zerubbabel. And they reinstate temple worship. Uh, later on, you read about Ezra and Nehemiah. They rebuild the walls. They rebuild the temple. And there was a sense of a returning glory back to the nation of Israel. But something was wrong. You see, the, the nation of Israel thought, boy, if we could just redecorate our altars, if we could just rebuild our walls, if we could just rebuild the temple, if we could just do all of this stuff, God would then again be pleased with us. But they were missing something, and this was the most important thing that they were missing. They were missing true worship inside their heart. And God was not pleased with their worship. Because it was all just a matter of what we could do or how grand we could make it or how great we could make it. And they were missing the real issue of the heart. So now enters in Malachi. And he has a message for them. And it's a message of hope. Now, I will grant it. When we read this, it's not going to sound like a message of hope. But really, that's what hope does. Hope produces a love for God. And it's when we see the judgment of God... It produces a hope in our lives that God is in control of everything. And so we're going to look at that here. So let's look at this awesome message that Malachi has for the nation of Israel. And by the way, this message has to last a long time, 400 years. At the end of Malachi's message, there's a time of 400 years when God no longer speaks to his nation. There's no open speaking through any prophet, nothing. It's almost as if heaven is completely silent until the birth of Jesus Christ. And so here, let's look at this message here, Malachi chapter number 4, and we're going to read it here, beginning in verse number 1. Malachi writes, For behold, the day is coming, burning like an oven, when all the arrogant and all evildoers will be stubble. The day that is coming shall set them ablaze, says the Lord of hosts, so that it will leave them neither root nor branch. But for you who fear my name, the sun of righteousness shall rise with healing in its wings. You shall go out leaping like calves from the stall, and you shall tread down the wicked, for they will be ashes under the soles of your feet on the day when I act, says the Lord of hosts. If you're in a habit of underlining things in your Bible, you can notice that phrase that says, Son of righteousness shall rise. The Son of righteousness shall rise. We find here that the, the rising of the sun in this 
passage here brings judgment. Notice what the text says here. He says, the day is coming burning like an oven, and that day is coming shall set them ablaze. The rising of the sun brings judgment. You know, when we think of this prophecy of Christ's coming, we must look at it through the lens of God's judgment. Obviously, when Christ comes, He will bring judgment. There is coming a day when Christ will return, and He will bring judgment upon this earth. In a world that sees injustices every day, you think about it. You think of all the injustices that happen every single day in this world that we live in. One day, God will set the record straight. One day he will finalize all the accounts. One day he will bring his righteousness on the face of this earth. You know, maybe this year you have been at the, the end of somebody's wrongdoing in your life. Maybe you've been the receiver of some injustices in your life. Can I tell you that God is keeping accurate account and he will set all those things correct. So there is a coming judgment that we find here in the book of Malachi. And he tells them here that it's going to burn like an oven and it will set them ablaze so that it will neither leave them, neither root nor branch. You know, God accomplishes his justice every day. Sometimes we just don't see it. But God is in control of everything. And we have to sometimes take a step back and look at what God is doing in this world. God is accomplishing what he wants to accomplish here and now. But there will be a day when he will set the record straight. He will take care of all the injustices in the world. There's a few things about this judgment. For one, it's a judgment, it's a present warning. Throughout scripture, we find the promise of God's judgment on those who do not know him. This gives hope to all those who are affected by injustice. For us that do not that, that know Christ as our Savior, we know that God will do what He says He's going to do. But those who do not know Christ as their Savior, this is a warning. This is a warning of a coming judgment. This is a warning of, hey, you better make sure things are correct inside your heart. You better make sure that you have a right relationship with God. Because this is a present warning. Judgment is coming and it will be complete. No injustice will go unpunished in the eyes of God. God will take care of everything. But also, it's, the judgment is a future reality. Notice what the scripture says here. He says this in verse number 3, And you shall tread down the wicked, for they will be ashes under the soles of your feet on the day when I act. Now notice these words. Says the Lord of hosts. The future that God has planned is set in stone. It's as sure as his name, the Lord of hosts. You think about that, the God of the angel armies. God is going to accomplish his judgment on the face of this earth, and he will come with his angel armies to do that. In other words, he will bring with him the unstoppable armies of heaven to help him execute his justice. Can I say something to you? If you do not know Christ as your Savior, would I plead with you to trust Christ, to turn to Jesus, to trust Him, find refuge in the cross before it's too late? Because this is a coming judgment that will happen. 
and those that do not know Christ will be judged by him. Now you say, Mike, I thought this was supposed to be a Christmas message. Sounds kind of horrible, doesn't it? Judgment, God's justice being rained down upon us. Yeah, it does. But you know, that's exactly what judgment does. It produces hope in our lives. Here's where the hope comes in. Notice what it says here. It says, but for you, in verse number two, who fear my name, the sun of righteousness shall rise with healing in its wings. You shall go out leaping like calves from the stall. You know, this is an absolute wonderful message of hope on Christmas. The rising of the sun heals. Now, when you read that, it doesn't say S-O-N. What does it say? S-U-N. And then it sounds kind of funny because it says, with healing in, in its wings. Have you ever seen a sun with wings? Kind of sounds kind of weird, doesn't it? Well, we know this is talking about Jesus Christ. You say, but it doesn't say S-O-N. You're exactly right. But this is, a, this is a metaphor talking about God's character, purity, light. And we talk about the wings and the fringes. You know, when Jesus Christ walked upon the face of this earth, the Bible says that people would just go to him if they could just touch but the, but the, frim, the, the fringes of his, of his garment, they could be made whole. And here's Christ, and it says that he will rise with healing in its wings. So it is talking about the birth of Christ, and it's talking about this, that the rising of the sun heals. Here's a few things I want you to consider about the rising of the sun. Number one, I want you to think about that he brings light to those that are trapped in darkness. In this world that we live in, there are so many people that are trapped in darkness. They have no hope. They have no light. They're, they're in darkness. They sat in darkness. The Bible tells us in Luke uh, chapter 1, verses 78 through 79, Zechariah, the father of John the Baptist, said that Christ would be a sunrise that heals. Throughout the book of John, the apostle recognized Christ as the light. In John chapter 1, verses 4 through 5, it says, In him was life, and the life was the light of men. And the light shines in the darkness, and the darkness has not overcome it. In John chapter 8, verse number 12, it says, Again, Jesus spoke to them, saying, I am the light of the world. Whoever follows me will not walk in darkness, but will have the light of life. And in John chapter 12, verse number 46, Jesus says, I have come into the world as light so that whoever believes in me may not remain in darkness. So Christ brings light to those that are in darkness. He heals those who stand under the rays of the sun. And when Christ returns, he will heal all wounds. And they will vanish under his light. You know, I can remember before I knew Christ as my Savior, there was a time in my life when I was involved in, in the drug scene and stuff like that. And I remember that the activities that I was involved in, it was so dark and there was, no, there was no direction in my life whatsoever. And I remember when I found Jesus Christ, he changed my whole outlook on life. He brought light into my life. He brought light into my soul. He changed my life. And so Christ here, the rising of the sun with healing in its wings, the Bible tells us that he will heal all the brokenhearted, 
that he will bring light to those that sit, that sit in darkness. Notice this also, but he brings freedom to those that are oppressed. He gives us freedom. The Bible says here, For unto you who fear my name, the Son of Righteousness shall rise with healing in its wings. Now notice this phrase, You shall go out leaping like calves from the stall. Now I don't own cows. Now I know Richard owns cows and Jeff owns cows. Who else owns cows in here? Let's see, Jonas, you work with cows. Who else? Cows? Okay, all right. Now, I've never seen this, but I guess I can kind of imagine, okay, I'm going to try to portray this, but a young calf leaping out of the stall. Is that a pretty accurate description? You start on your hands, so I don't know if we're going to do that. Six more inches, okay. So God's word here tells us that this rising of the sun brings freedom to the oppressed. Are you in bondage? Are you enslaved to something? Can I tell you that when we turn to Christ, the, the, the rising of the sun brings freedom, so much freedom that you leap with joy. Now, not you're walking down the street, jumping up and down, but in the fact that there's freedom and there's joy inside your heart. And that's what Christ does. And he brings us hope in that, that we'll be free from our sinful nature, from all distractions, from all sickness and pain, and anything that would remind us of sin's curse. Jesus brings us freedom in that. And you think, today, we are worshiping Christ that was born, the Son of Righteousness. You know, Charles Wesley had it right when he wrote about the Son of Righteousness with healing in its wings. Hark the herald angels sing. And it brings to us a freedom. Are you bound by something here this morning? Yeah, I know this is Christmas and it's supposed to be a joyous time, a fun time, a, a time with family. But you know what? All of us in here struggle with so many different things. And can I say, if you're bound by something, turn to Christ. Allow him to set you free from that. Turn to Him. Allow Him to heal your broken heart, to heal all those, that, that sin that's in your life, and He'll do it. The rising of the Son of Righteousness. May God be with you here this morning, and may He bless you on this great Christmas time, and may you remember about Jesus' birth. Let's pray. Lord, we do thank you so much for your love for us. May you help us this morning as we reflect and remember about what you've done for us. Thank you for sending the Son of Righteousness with healing in its wings. Thank you that we can have freedom. Thank you that we can turn to you and know that we can have direction in our life, we can have light in our life, we can have hope. God, we are so grateful for your love for us. We ask all this in your name, amen.